Hello, and welcome to Reasonable Discourse. I'm your host, Kevin Palermo. Now, this is actually our second show, so if you have not listened to our first show, feel free to go ahead and do so. With us in our studio is best-selling author and host of Anger Hour on Fox Business, Brad Bigford. Yeah, I'm here. You're welcome. Returning to our panel is blogger and columnist for The Daily Thinker, Freddie Sanderson. Hey, Kevin. Sorry about the vending machine. What happened with the vending machine? Oh, well, I tried to use a $5 bill to buy a bottle of Pib Ultra, and it turns out the vending machine only takes singles. So I drew a one on the $5 bill, but that didn't even work, even though I used a green crayon. Anyway, so I asked the janitor to fix the machine. But it turns out that wasn't the janitor. That was just some guy named Jeff. And then Jeff robbed me, so I had no money. But I still really wanted a Pib Ultra, so I broke the glass with a hammer. Are you okay? Yeah, pretty much. The vending machine makes a weird swooshing sound, though. You're gonna have to pay for that. Joke's on you. I have no money. Was all of your money in your wallet? Yeah, of course. Well, don't tell me you trust the banks. <laughs> all right, good luck with that. You just... All right. Rounding out our panel, uh, joining us by phone, is the former Secretary of Health and Human Services, Kathleen Sebelius. I can't tell you how glad I am to have her with us. Um, what? No. no. Wait, you couldn't have told me this earlier? No, I'm just... No, no you cannot just... All right. Uh, quick change. Kathleen Sebelius is not going to be with us. Uh, apparently, she has not been seen in about 48 hours. Uh, according to this report, she was last seen sticking her head out of the window of a moving taxi, waving a live opossum and yelling, Ebola is back, evacuate President Roosevelt, the polio vaccine won't save Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, I'm going to be honest, that sounds false. In any case, uh, we are joined at this time uh, by our unpaid intern here at Reasonable Discourse, A.C. Michaels. Yeah, dude. I'm, like, really excited to be here because, like, I just finished my first year of college and, like, I know a lot about politics now because, like, and I read this book that was all about how the technology and, like, the internet, it, it like, it completely changed politics because before you couldn't talk to people or, like, it was really hard to do it and now it's, like, we streamlined it a lot so people, but people don't know. Like, they don't even... No. So, I'm just, I'm glad, because, like, I want to share that. Well then, uh, let's get to the issues. We start today with health care. Four years after the passage of the Affordable Care Act... By which you mean Obamacare. Sure, that's, uh, that's kind of the popular slang for it. Uh, the ACA... Obamacare. Brad, can you just... God, this is like, this is a serious discussion show. So, when the House passed the ACA, Sorry. what did you just... Well, I knew you were going to say ACA, so before you said that, I said O-B-A-M, and then after that I said R-E, so that between the two of us, we spelled Obamacare. You're a grown man. He really nailed you on that one, Kevin. <laughs> Can we just get to policy? Please? Seriously? Guys? Yeah, I'm like, always about policy, whatever, it's fine. Okay. So, 
the Affordable Care Act was in part designed to control rising health insurance premiums. Yet premiums have risen consistently, and each year the law was in effect. Is this an indication that the ACA has failed? Yeah, bro. The government, like, the, the government, they just, they try to do stuff, and it's just, it's not good. You know, like, you can't just give people things, or else they don't get stuff for themselves. Like, my friend Spencer was taking this trip to his dad's cabin at Beaver Creek, and he was like, dude, you should come with. And my parents were like, no, you can't go because we found too much of drugs. And I was like, that's bullshit. I'm going to go. And I did. And they were like, I guess that's, that's you know, we got to deal with that. So, like, with healthcare, it's kind of like, it's the same thing. Because you get what you get, and if you don't, then, like, you don't get it. That may have been the worst analogy I have ever heard. Does anyone have anything to say about healthcare. Obamacare is socialist? Oh my god! Okay, you know what? Fine. Let's talk about an actually socialist system of healthcare, the single-payer system, implemented in successfully in countries such as Canada and the UK. Panel, what are your thoughts on a single-payer system? I don't really think we should be worrying about the healthcare of poor people. Like, the way I look at it, if poor people die, it's really not that big a deal. Because sure, the mortality rate goes up, but also the poverty rate goes down. Freddy, don't. What? I'm just explaining the inherent social Darwinism underlying our conservative attitudes on healthcare, wherein poor people's deaths are not viewed as a problem to be solved, but rather as solutions to a problem that is more important because it mildly inconveniences the upper classes. Well, yes, but we're not supposed to tell people that. Oh! Oh, okay then. Um... Free market capitalism? Better. Look, this is why I don't like this socialist takeover of healthcare. Why should I have to pay for the sexual promiscuity of a loose woman? So what you're talking about, uh, albeit with weirdly outdated language, is the contraceptive mandate, which requires provision of birth control as part of the basic insurance package that employers can purchase for their employees. The Supreme Court ruled a couple weeks ago in Burwell v. Hobby Lobby that, quote, closely held corporations, unquote, could be exempt from the contraceptive mandate based on their religious beliefs, expanding the corporations are people language that was so important in Citizens United v. FEC. I'd like to get into this. Panel, are corporations people? Well, of course corporations are people. Money is speech, and corporations have a lot of money, so they have a lot of speech. And as we know, only people can speak, so corporations are people. That made no sense. Yeah, dude. Because, like, corporations, they speak money. What? And that's why I don't like spending that speech money on contraceptives. I couldn't agree more. Health insurance shouldn't pay for sex. I mean, why should insurance plans cover Viagra? Well, no, that's... that's necessary. I need that for my erections. I do think it's worth pointing out in discussing this issue of contraception that this panel is comprised entirely of men. I'm not sure what you're getting at. Yeah, I don't... like, what? And your point is... Oh, just that we're maybe missing a, an important perspective here? Well, 
No, no. I, I think... No. No, I think we're okay. Because, like... I took this women's studies class, and I was, like, the only dude there who wasn't gay. I'm just saying, like, I get it. And also, my mom, she, like, raised me. And I love my mom. So, like, it's not that big a deal. Frankly, I think you're being very close-minded, Kevin. I may not be a woman, but that doesn't mean I can't understand them. I mean, uh, I own a wife, so I get it. Right, like, I might not be a lady, but I've seen a lady, and that's pretty much the same thing. It is absolutely not the same thing. Just Hold on a second. Sir! Sir! Sir, you cannot be in here. Oh, no, Kevin, don't worry. That's my friend Jeff. Jeff? As in, like, the Jeff who robbed you? Well, yeah, that's how we met. But that was forever ago. You said it was today. Jeff! No, Come no, over no, here! No, no, it's fine. These are my friends. Here, have a seat. <laughs> no, we can share a microphone. <laughs> All, right. All right. Hey, guys, what's going on? So, you're Jeff. <laughs> That's what they call me. Do you have a last name? <laughs> nah, don't need one. I've just got the one name. I'm like Cher or Madonna. Or Shakira. You're just naming female pop stars. Or Carly Rae Jepsen. Just three names. So what you guys talking about? Slots. We are talking about slots. No, Brad. No. Um. <laughs> Jeff, uh, we're talking about the contraceptive mandate of the ACA. Ah, uh, contraceptive mandate. Uh, like it, like it, like it. Uh, you know, you got the little contra, little septive, little man, little date. <laughs> well, not a little man, just a little date. You know what I'm talking about. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Who are you talking to? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but why are you talking about this with a completely male panel? No, that's, that's what I said. Well, hey, while I'm here, here are my two cents on the topic. We do a disservice by talking about this as a social issue because it's a public health issue as much as anything. But even if we're gonna treat it as a social issue, we ought to recognize that there is currently an inequality among the sexes in how we provide for sexual health and that we shouldn't be denying women coverage for contraceptive care based on this outdated notion that they ought to be ashamed of engaging in healthy, consensual sexual relations. Well, um, yeah, well, yes, thank you. That's... Let's, uh, yeah. All right, well, uh, I'm going to hit the road. I'll see you cool cats later. Bye, Jeff. He's a great guy. Yeah, um, so let's, let's actually get, uh, into the one point he made about, um, Freddy, where's my wallet? Oh, Jeff took it. Yeah, I mean, he robs people. I mean, that's what he does. He's really good at it. Damn it. God. Damn it. All right, well, that's our show. I am going to go call the police and tell them to look for a guy named Jeff. No last name. So, thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. My identity will almost definitely have been stolen, but we'll be back. Until then, keep it reasonable. What was that? It's my sign-off. Your what? My sign-off. You know, it's like, it's a news thing. Like, Murrow had good night and good luck. Cronkite had, and that's the way it is. You know, Brad, you have one. Yeah, well, it's a lot better than to keep it reasonable. Well, what is it? 
I'm Brad Bigford, and if you're not mad as hell, then you're going there. See, I like mine better. It's really bad. It feels just the show.